Hello Screeders. Today is St. Patrick's Day. I don't know why I started like that. I've kind of shut down from everything except the barest essentials. I'm still going to work and uh, I sort of eat once in a while. Not too much though. Until sometimes I eat everything and don't stop. So on Monday, I had the talk with my spouse. We have decided that it would be best to not be a married couple anymore. We're basically done, but um, I'm still staying there for a little while, trying to find a new place. We're calling it separated because right now I'm on her insurance and I don't really want to have to pay for insurance. She wants to keep the house but we don't really have any other equity so we're just trying to figure out what works. I think it's about as uh, amicable as it could be really in this situation. I mean full transparency and disclosure. I am the one that had not one, but two different emotional affairs over a 10-year period. I didn't have these affairs for 10 years. Um, I get confused sometimes on what is friendship and what is an emotional affair. There can be some fine lines there, but I completely understand how she feels and why she would feel betrayed not once, but and uh, this was three years ago and um, in many ways the reason I quit drinking I think because I I know I know now what was going on and what happened I can be self-destructive um, in a manic or a depressive state and I'm basically only living for that one brief moment and I don't really care for myself that much, so it's easy to rationalize bad decisions and bad ideas. I, I don't know. I just wanted to let you guys know the truth. And when I tell you why, I'm always trying to strive to be a better person and how I'm not always. And Anyway, I mean, we've spent the last three years trying to work through it. And I think I have a much better understanding of what's going on now and can pinpoint these things and recognize the lies that depression tells me. And when we have a fight or an argument or she's cold for a long period of time, it, it didn't mean what I'm making it out to mean and then allowing myself to throw away everything that I've really wanted for a long time in just decisions so here is a lesson to you guys if possible please try and take my mistakes that I have tried to learn from and learn from them yourself don't you don't really want to be in a position where one of the things you've wanted your entire life was to have a 50-year wedding anniversary. And 
I don't even really know why. I think that I've always known that I'm compulsory and the idea of having something stable in your life for 50 years has appealed to me. I don't know. It has something to do with death and funerals, I think. Survived by his wife of 50 years. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I don't I don't know a damn thing. I just know that I'm trying to learn. It's not an easy one. I've uh, been shut down. I've had the screed open for every day for a week. Because I really wanted to tell you guys what was happening. And I knew that it was coming. I knew that I was... I feel like it was an unhealthy place for me because... Well, I've told you guys about it. It just wasn't healthy, you know. And I can't blame her for not being able to get past that idea that there's no way how could she ever trust me not to betray her again. It doesn't matter what I've learned. She's learned otherwise, right? So I can I can relate and I can understand that. It's just hard. I know in so many other ways a pretty good match but maybe I'm wrong maybe there's a different match or a better one and if you don't have 50 years what does it matter if you have a 50 year wedding anniversary as long as you're actually moving towards healing and growth I think that counts as success but I don't know what I do know, today is Wednesday, March 17th, 2021. I am Jason Hobbs, and this is Random Screen. If he is up or down, his podcast still comes round. Hobbs is in his van, don't turn off that sat nav man. Random screed, random screed, don't know what you get, but it's what you need. Good afternoon, Jason. This is Whispers calling in from air quote beautiful downtown Jacksonville, Florida. Specifically, I am under one of our seven bridges, but just calling in to let you know that I am stoked about Libram Society. Uh, I enjoyed the first couple episodes that I was able to catch. Uh, You and Arlen bring a sort of energy and uh, literary enthusiasm that really makes me want to read more than I get to these days. So just phoning in, phoning in that note and uh, looking forward to trying to catch up when the podcast part comes out. Also, loving the Libra Society. It's super fun. So much fun to, to talk books with you. I feel like we make a really good team for that. Um, we, you know, have totally different ways of approaching a lot of this stuff, but we kind of comment on similar things and do a lot of great back and forth. And it's really fun. And just wanted to say thanks for coming up with the the whole Libra Society idea and um, doing all the work for it because you've done uh, the lion's share of the work, I think. I've just read the books and showed up to talk about it, but you, you know, setting up the website and setting up the streaming setup and all that sort of stuff has been almost all you. So uh, big thanks for that, Hobbs. And I guess I will see you tomorrow 
Wednesday for Livram Society. So, yeah. All right. So there you had Whispers and Arlen Walker of Live from Pelham's Wasteland. So Arlen's doing some pretty cool stuff. If you've never uh, heard or seen of him in the past, beyond a couple call-ins here, he's got his own Inker cast live from Pelham's Wasteland, and he does the Librum Society with me, obviously, which we're both very excited about. Me, my excitement is a little muted because of my current situation, but I feel like that is something I really want to finish and do and make every week if I can, unless I'm deathly ill or something crazy happens, like I'm getting to... Oh, wait a second. <laughs> anyway... Thank you both for that. Uh, I am working on getting the podcast out there. When you're not just, this is why people use Anchor, because you don't have to go out and jump through all the hoops of getting a place to store your website and then getting a place to aggregate your podcast and then going through all the different aggregators and getting your podcast to go out on them. I just haven't done a good job. It's one of the house cleaning things I want to do is get my Hobbs and Friends website fixed up and get uh, the Libram Society website going and getting the podcast out there for you guys to hear. The editor has been doing a good job of making video edits and podcast edits, and I'm slacking. I haven't made it easy on them because we've had technical difficulties, but it's growing pains. I think at its heart, it has a lot of things people are interested in in it the content is strong it's a work in progress like i just said so we haven't totally nailed down our format completely uh, i've really had a lot of fun with uh, the guests we've had forrest gary and ray otis they were both fantastic uh, it's another one of those situations where i'm not sure i should even be on the show kind of like hex talk was <laughs> Or even Hobbs and Friends, it's usually the guests that are great. I'm just trying to facilitate a comfortable conversation that gives some content that you guys want to hear. So anyway, thanks you both so much for calling in. Uh, We now have a series of call-ins from Arlen again about sleep. Thanks, you guys. Thanks, you. Thank you, guys. Thanks, everybody. All right, Hobbs, it's Arlen. I'm calling in because I think your comments about needing a better sleep schedule are good. I find that's one of the big things that harms my mental state is when I get off of my sleep schedule. And it's not easy to stay on it because, you know, like you, I have manic sequences. My manic and depressed episodes last a lot longer than yours do, but I'll, you know, have a a manic couple of days where I get, you know, two or three hours of sleep each night and feel like, yeah, I could do this all the time. And then when it crashes at the end, it's just awful. Anyway, I'm going to tell you what I do, which is I figure out when I need to wake up and then I calculate eight and a half hours before that. And that's when I'm going to be in bed. I don't have to go to sleep then, which is a big point. When you get in bed is not when you have to go to sleep. But in my case, what I do is I allow myself 30 minutes with the screens. So on my phone, on my tablet, whatever, screen time, 30 minutes of that while I'm in bed. 
And then when that 30 minutes is up, I don't have to go to sleep still, but can't be using a screen. And in my case, what I generally do is then pull out my book and start reading. And I do that because I find that reading is a huge uh, mood stabilizer for me. That when I'm feeling manic, it helps bring me down. When I'm feeling depressed, it helps bring me up. It really sitting and focusing on reading for an extended period of time, I'm talking about like 30 minutes or more likely an hour, is really, really helpful for my mental stability. And so what I do is I get in bed and some nights I don't need the help. Some nights I'm fine and fall asleep without even worrying about it. And I just, you know, drift off into dreamland just fine, wake up eight hours later and say, oh, that was great. Now I'm ready to face the day. But if I'm feeling like I can't fall asleep, the best thing for me is to sit And read for a while because what I find is that after like an hour of reading, generally on my Kindle, sometimes with the light on and reading my book, but by that point, I'm starting to get worn out. I'm starting to feel a lot less hyper. I'm starting to feel a lot less jittery and all that sort of stuff. All those kind of classic manic things. I'm not running through 30 things to work on in my head. I'm focused on the book. And after doing that for a little while... I can get to the point where I say, okay, now I think I'm ready to fall asleep. Still get seven hours or so. In my case, I generally need about seven or eight hours just because I'm a sleepy guy. Um, But seven or eight hours, six or so minimum, that's generally enough to keep me going through at least one day. And that's, you know, what I need. And so this is this is what I do is that I get in bed eight and a half hours before I need to wake up play on the screens, play games on my phone, watch YouTube videos, whatever else for up to 30 minutes, and then read until I am ready for bed. And generally that works out all right. Every once in a while, I don't follow that pattern. Like, you know, sometimes I stay up playing games with you guys, all that sort of stuff. But generally speaking, that's what worked for me. And I think being deliberate about it is really helpful because you need that sleep. And one of the big problems that guys like you and me can have is that, you know, one day you're manic and the next day you're depressed. And when you thought you didn't need any sleep and we're just doing fine, blazing through everything, suddenly you completely crash and have just no energy at all. And I actually think there's a big link between not getting enough sleep and all of those sorts of things. There was a a thing that I... Um, I think it was a YouTube video that I was listening to that was talking about the link between um, ADHD and lack of sleep. And kids who don't get enough sleep in the evenings get diagnosed with ADHD a lot um, at school. And I felt like, oh, that's like this description of all the symptoms. That's how I feel when I'm manic is when I'm not getting enough is like how these kids feel when they're not getting enough sleep. And I think, I think there's a big link there. I think that, you know, there's a lot worse things you could do to take care of yourself than try to get your, you know, at least I would say if you're a six hour guy right now, try to get seven hours of sleep every night and just, you know, have that be your baseline work on keeping that consistent. And I think it'll help stabilize you a lot. Sleep, sleep, glorious sleep it has eluded me of recent days yeah I haven't hardly been sleeping at all I mentioned that previously 
I was already having issues for the last few weeks, but it's gotten much worse this week, which I'm not too surprised. I'm trying to get a couple hours here and there, mostly just awake. I mean, it was uh, spring forward time, and so it's dark when I normally wake up. I'm not ready to get up, but. I don't know. No excuses. I know I should be sleeping. I'm not. Maybe I'll take a nap here as I'm driving. Nah, just kidding. Anyhow, Arlen, I really appreciate your uh, comments and call-in. Thank you for doing that. Uh, like I say, it's much appreciated. I think it's uh, very good advice. And if you could make that into a routine, that would be fantastic. And I know I'm going to try because I got to. I got to get some sleep. My mind is already wonky enough as it is without adding sleep deprivation to it, right? What about you? Are you getting enough sleep? Feel free to call in. Send me an email, hnfhobbs at gmail.com or be, be free to call in and let me know. I appreciate it. Thanks again, Arlen. All right. This isn't something I ever really expected to talk about on Random Screed, but extenuating circumstances have led us to it. I know I've talked about love in the past. What is love? How does love work? What's agape? What's what's all these eros, these different ideas and thoughts? So now, instead of talking about it theoretically, I thought that I would ask you guys, the listeners, the proper protocols. So, I'm separated. We have, we're not getting back together. Our finances and insurances are tied together for right now. So, I have some procedures that I'm supposed to get done as I'm an old man nothing serious or anything like that but so it's important for me to have this uh, continued insurance so she's happy to do that and keep that going so we're irrevocably connected still for a little while but you feel like something's over and really has been over for at least a year, closer to three years, really, probably. And it's like, I have this interest or need, in some ways, just to cut everything loose and, you know, move ahead. But at the same time, I can't really. So what? what's the protocol... I hear people talk about online dating or what have you. Is this something I should do? And then when I look at other people's, I mean, I created a profile. And when I look at other people's, they say they don't want anyone recently out of a relationship. You know, don't be married. Do people, but separated is a choice. I mean, that you can choose. So does that mean it's okay to date when you're separated? Is it not okay? Am I fooling myself? Do I just need to really get divorced regardless? 
make some sort of contract that is supposedly upheld by the law. I haven't really had a lot of success with that in my last divorce. So, I don't know. Who has the pointers on the online dating? Got some websites? You got some advice? In all reality, I probably shouldn't even bother. What I should really do is focus on work and getting content out to you guys. But in all honesty, I, I just don't have the bandwidth right now. I'm already afraid of getting in trouble at work. But I'm doing my best. And I guess I will deal with whatever comes. What's... When you like someone or sweep right or whatever, and then they also sweep right, why does it seem like it's always the dude's obligation to start a message? And what's up with all the bots and the cheap scams? I feel sorry for people. They're like trying something new, I think, maybe, and then... Other people are just trying to take advantage of them and steal their credit card information. What the heck is going on in this world? It's easiest to take advantage to the, of the desperate, I suppose. Hopefully I'll have some gaming content for you soon. I mean, I've been... I ran my uh, Chronicle of the Cursed Axe on Sunday. I didn't run a lot finished up the Mr. Mean LFG game on Saturday. Kalmata went pretty well. They met some more of the interesting characters and created an alliance with the Axolotl faction. I did get my Filling in the Blanks book by Todd LeBlanc, and uh, it has some interesting methodologies for filling hexes, so I think I'm going to do that. I was in a different sort of limbo than I am now. At least I know where I stand um, with that. But what I don't know is how long am I going to be in my house? How long until I move? Will I even have internet access to run games and play games? And how does that affect my schedule? Should I just put my Patreon on hold? I don't even know how much I'm going to need that money. I I don't know. I don't know anything. And it's going to be some time until I knew no, do know, I feel like. So, how do you get by when you were already felt like you were treading water and now all these other things just get piled on? Well, what's the best process to filter through? I'm already in a disorganized mess. I'm better than I used to be, but... I need a better method. The bullet journal never really worked. I don't know, guys. Anyhow, I thought I would just let you know what was up, tell you like what I'm thinking about and how I'm kind of stressing about it through it. Yesterday, I was so I was fired up, excited, and really happy that not that what was happening. I, I mean, I'm demolished by what's happening, but just. You know, it feels like, hey, let's start a new chapter. Let's get it going. But I think right now I'm just so tired. And I started to get sad yesterday. But really, nothing had changed except my perspective. 
So, once again, we control what we can control, which is not staying in a marriage, it's not any of these other things. We can do our best to that, but we can't control it because it's an agreement between two people. Just like, you know, a D&D game is agreement between people and we can't control everything that the other people do. We can only control how we react and how we act. And that's pretty dang important. Anyhow, this is Jason Hobbs of Random Screed. And I'm signing out to the dulcet, and it's not really dulcet, I guess. Vibrous, I don't know. The lovely plinks of TJ Drennan.